Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world-famous juggler Greg Larson. How you doing, Greg? I've been great. Been watching Red Dwarf lately again. Uh, For those who don't know, great sci-fi comedy if you like British humor. Um, So yeah, life's been good. There's even some fun YouTube documentaries. But yeah, how are you doing, Ozzy? YouTube documentaries. Well, there's documentaries that are on YouTube. You know what really upset me? I'll I'll get into this in a second. Also want to introduce Flesh Room producer Todd. How you doing? Chilling? Yeah, I was going to respond to something Greg said and I, I forgot. Okay. Well, if it comes back to you. Oh, yeah. So there's a documentary. I hope you guys have seen it. If anybody out there is, it's the Discovery version, Discovery Channel cut of Project Grizzly. Have you guys heard of Project Grizzly? No. Sounds oh, kind man. of familiar. It is some of the, it follows the story of a guy whose his idea is he wants to help NASA have uh, people human beings hibernate in space so that way they could travel farther distances right so he's like how could i help nasa try to get people to hibernate what if i extracted the blood of a bear while they're hibernating so the person proceeds to build a suit that would uh resist a grizzly bear attack yeah and the Discovery Channel cut of this documentary was made for the jackass audience because the majority mm-hmm. of the Discovery Channel cut of Project Grizzly are the suit tests where <laughs> logs, they have like, like on Endor from Return of the Jedi, you know how they got rid of the ATSTs? Yeah. Like a log yeah. like that just shoots from like 10 feet in the air and like knocks them back and. It's just him and it's it's him and his friends just like trying to test the suit out. And what's even funnier is that he tells his friend, it's like, okay, lift it 15 feet. And the friend lifts it like 25 feet. And then the log <laughs> comes down, it whacks him across, he flies back. And then they take the helmet off him and he says, That was 15 feet. It's like, no, that was 25. <laughs> like it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Uh, and specifically the Discovery Channel cut, because I bought the tape of Project Grizzly. It was a two-hour tape, and it was none of the, it was very little of the footage that I was hoping for. But practically three minutes. Like this was the serious documentary in the Discovery a tape? Channel. Was what like, year was this? <laughs> it, exactly a tape. It was a long, long time ago. It the DVD for it wasn't available. I believe this was in. Uh, I want to say like two thousand, two thousand, like two thousand one. I know DVDs were prevalent, but you know all there was the still financing. Stuff you could- all the financing needed to go into the bear suit. I'm seeing this 1996 documentary indie film about him. That that's okay. the old one. Troy Troy Herdebees. Herdebees. Canadian metal worker. <laughs> He's a Canadian metal worker, yes. And so in addition to a bear suit, some of his latest projects uh include building a real life Halo combat suit. Awesome. Yes. This is that is exactly what I meant. Halo the video game. He's building a real one of those real one of those suits that that's his plan to help uh, and, the troops. 
And what's the movie one called? Not like not the the Discovery one. That's the thing is that when I saw it I on the Discovery Channel, it was called. <laughs> so on the Discovery Channel, it was just called Project Grizzly, right? Right. And their cut was basically all the humorous moments. Right. Then there was the actual, actual documentary called Project Grizzly. Oh, they're both called Project real, Grizzly. That's the that's yeah. It's a real real tough time to get through. But there's about like three or four minutes of pure gold <laughs> of just them testing the suit. That is that completely justifies the VHS purchase. I don't know where the tape is right now, but if you get your if you are able, if anybody out there has a copy of that Discovery Channel cut, I will do a lot of things for a copy of that. But anyhow, like put an asterisk on your name. It's not funny. I had to check to see if there's Ooh, the Project Grizzly movie is on Hulu or Tubi and Prime. Okay. Let I'll have to check that out later. I'm, I'm worried it might be like the serious documentary. Oh, I'm Anyhow. sure it is. It, it says 96. Ooh. Well, skim <laughs> skim through and just watch the suit testing parts. The absolute best. I almost died laughing. And when I say that, it's because I couldn't breathe. So you have don't have oxygen, you can't live so technically i almost died from laughing too hard anyway that is actually not what we're discussing today I today, we are, <laughs> today we are reviewing and discussing scary movie the classic that was released on july 7th 2000 todd do you have a trailer available and if you do could you please roll it hello want to have a little fun Who's this? Tell me your name and I'll tell you mine. I don't think so. Do you like scary movies? Mm-hmm. What's that noise? Oops. I farted. I, I didn't think you would hear me. Oh, stinky. <laughs> From the people who had nothing to do with Scream. Daddy! Daddy! Oh! Decker got killed last night. She sits next to me in English class. Was she a friend? No. I was going to cheat off her test today. They didn't make the rules. Oh, oh my God, They're just too stupid to follow them. We have to call the police. <laughs> no way. I ain't going to jail. It's okay. I'm fine. Oh, we'll get rid of the <laughs> oh. This summer. There are certain rules to follow in order to survive a horror movie. Uh, Rule number one. Music. Don't answer the phone. I'm in the house. You know where I am. You're behind the couch. I can um see your feet. <laughs> what? Oh. Don't Don't talk to reporters. The press only wants to interview the most ignorant person they can find. I'm on TV. Whatever you do. <laughs> Don't be afraid to rise to the occasion. <laughs> oh! Ah, dear. Dimension <laughs> Films presents. I just want you to look at some photos. Tell me what you <laughs> 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 Oh, man. <laughs> Scary movie. Can I tell you a secret? I see 
dead people. Man, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was a trailer for a scary movie, again, released on July 7th in the year 2000, rated R, with a runtime of 88 minutes. Directed by Keenan Ivory Waynes, written by Sean Waynes, Marlon Waynes, Buddy Johnson, Phil Bowman, Jason Friedberg, and Aaron Seltzer. I'm sure everybody had a little bit to contribute. However, if you go on the IMDb, it only has two of these names. But regardless, uh, also starring, you had uh, Anna Ferris and Sean Waynes, Marlon Waynes, also in this movie as well. Initial thoughts on this. I, uh, I didn't really enjoy it the first time around when I first saw it. I have a question before you, you go that. Were okay. you were had you seen like the genre films that it was parroting, or were you just going in just as a comedy? I'd seen Scream. Okay. And that was about it. Like okay. I didn't see I know what you did. Like I didn't see any of those. But uh and I still haven't, but I still enjoyed this movie a lot more this time around. Rather yeah. than what I when I did in, in high school. Oddly was enough. there a reason that like you the humor didn't hit? No, I'm just curious. I mean, well, so the sixth sense is also parody there, but um, I guess uh, Sean, I'm sorry, Marlon Wayne's character, Shorty. Right. When I first saw that in the movie, I thought like that was too over the top, you know, and because, you know, I like to be a little bit more grounded, more real, like with more stuff. Right. And then I started meeting like more people. No, no, no. <laughs> they still they played it off seriously in airplane. And like you'd still buy one guy as a doctor, you'd still buy one guy, you know. But my point being is that I thought his character in the movie when I first saw it was too outlandish and too over the top until I actually met some people. <laughs> you were just too he was caricaturing up. And then it made a lot more sense. And uh, it like the, the TV interview segment just <laughs> He does such a great job. And, of course, this is directed by Keenan Ivory Wayne. He also has a small cameo role. But uh, we're I was a fan of his with I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. And this, I mean, this is immensely a lot funnier than uh, I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. But it was in the second, this go time, when I was older and adult, I'm not sure exactly why, specifically. I guess I'd have to sit down with somebody and watch the movie and then talk about each scene line by line or whatnot to actually figure out why. But I, I enjoyed it much more this time around. And it definitely will help if you know the movies that they are parodying. Like if, if you'd never seen The Matrix, that scene is probably going to be really stupid. Right. And if you have, it still might be. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. But at least it fit in, in the world that... The you were watching. this is this is like the perfect like culmination of the 90s this is like 2000 <laughs> where this is it you, so there's a lot of like watching it now because i'll be i was like not looking forward to it. i i always did like this film but i'm i'm a much bigger part two fan mm. which yeah. hopefully we'll get to eventually um i, I don't know I, I i think it's just been done too much enough i i don't know plus you have the jada pinkett thing in the second one uh <laughs> wasn't wasn't it this that that started a whole line of movies though because it wasn't like not another teen movie kind of yeah i i yeah because you go like really it's like 
you start with don't be a menace and then that brings scary movie and then that's where it starts to kind of like all the writers from from them and it just kind of yeah because there's like so many writers by the time you get to like they can just keep saying from a writer of scary movie so and all those other ones just kept coming epic movie disaster yeah there's right all those movies yeah right so would that cover your initial Uh, thought yes yes sorry um but my watching it again um i had a lot of fun like I, i i was like like I said, I wasn't looking forward to watching it. I've seen this a lot in my lifetime, so but it it it, it, it got me in the right mood and it, and I yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I, I had a lot of laughs. Greg? Yeah, this was uh one I was interested to go back to. Um it's been a long time since I've seen the original. Um I've definitely seen the sequel uh, a few more times. Um but I've since stopped uh enjoying the the smoking that i once did with <laughs> so um it's uh it was a little different this time around but i think it, it, it was still it didn't have as much of the laugh out loud moments but there were definitely some great bits that i think for nostalgia purposes uh the member berries of this film uh were definitely worth it and and made some good moments i might have had some help i'll watch <laughs> <laughs> no but greg I, I i see your point this definitely hits to a lot of like oh yeah oh you know like and if if you hadn't seen any of these movies it wouldn't hit nearly as hard Correct. Um, however it it's still well put together and there's some gags in there that you may think like from the trailer, it might seem like, oh, well, they just randomly did this so they could do this gag. When in actuality, a lot of the gags in the movie that were some of its funniest were written in. So at least they made sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the later ones. You just kind of get to recycling just moments with the, the the actors in the parody movie instead of really making it work like they do in the first couple. Right. Uh, like there's an actual. Like if it. <laughs> It if you were to take out a lot of the funny moments, you would you would have the skeleton of what would be a, a horror movie of that genre with, with a twist with a twist <laughs> at the end, sure. But at at least they it it didn't feel like I mean, sure, gags were there's just there for the sake of it or whatever. But for the most part, it was still you were still entertained to see how things were going to progress and how right. this comedic killer would conti- like the 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 murder that happens in the theater and he just sits back and watches the rest of the movie and it just cracks me up <laughs> like because everybody's saying with no problem everybody else does the damage um um the one thing you know like for people who have have seen the movies they nail shots like straight out of scream um halloween mm-hmm. i know what you did last mm-hmm. summer like so that's always there is a joke i'm kind of curious if you guys like well I guess Ozzy, because I wasn't sure if you uh, had seen Scream, but there's just, and I don't think this is making everyone, anyone's top moments, but I, uh, Principal Squiggy, because <laughs> in Scream, it's Principal Fonzie, it's Henry Winkler. Oh, nice. So right That's when awesome. that, right when it's Principal yeah, Squiggy, it's, that it like gave funny. me an extra laugh. So 
I guess I kind of went into a favorite moment, but but no, that's just a little attention to detail that I, I thought was great. Yeah, when I saw that, I, I was curious if uh, Chris McKean wasn't available. <laughs> no, you got Fonzie, you got to have Squiggy, makes sense. <laughs> right, but uh, the uh, Kurt Fuller, I think, is in. No holds the bar. <laughs> but I, <laughs> some of his scenes in the movie are hilarious, but there's just so much that's going on in the movie that can get hidden or like forgotten, but... I'm glad it's at least included in the trailer where yeah. tell me what you think of these. <laughs> and, just, and he, he plays the role so well, but uh, going into a favorite moment, Greg, did you have one in particular? Oh, I do. I definitely <laughs> do. Well, and it touches upon that. those member berries. Okay. So there's a scene when the, uh, it's been long enough. It's okay. The killers have been revealed or at least, who they think is the killers and such. And Cindy goes, you guys are psychos. You've watched too many TV shows. And then Ray, Sean Wayans, says, no, watching TV shows don't create psycho killers. Canceling TV shows does. <laughs> and while he's stabbing Bobby, he goes, I mean, the Wayans brothers was a good show, man. <laughs> that, I lost it because he's right. It was a fantastic show. <laughs> they didn't even get a finale. That's you, right. You, you want to know why? I same with Jamie Foxx show WB just ran him to a hundred episodes so they could throw him into syndication. Then they'd cancel him. Jeez. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, well, Brand but at TV least we got TV. to see him here and they ended up being okay for their careers. Yeah. I'm presuming. Uh, Todd. You have a favorite moment that you'd like to share? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I know. I'll go with that, the photo. But the line that I I had to rewind because it, it had me rolling. I might have to bleep a little. A small dick is a disability, man. Who would make fun of a guy in a wheelchair? <laughs> I was like, God, I, I've never noticed that line before. So it just like, yeah, made me smile a bit. There, there are a ton of moments and a ton of lines in this movie. Uh, but one I'm picking out in particular here, I'm picking out in the for the reason that I mentioned earlier. This was a line I I didn't really like. I, I didn't find funny in the, in the sense of like I wasn't laughing. I was just like, okay, that's just another joke. But after the past twenty years, it actually is really funny. Um, and that's when all the newscasters, all news anchors, they're reporting about a murder at the at the camp at the campus, and then. Finally gets to one van and says, "Reporting live for Black TV. White people are dead. We get them out of here." And they just bolt. And I laughed so hard, I needed to go back and watch that multiple times because back then it didn't hit me. Like I was, I was a teenager. Okay, growing up in Orange County, whatever. And then twenty years later, oh yeah, that really is funny. <laughs> So I, life I mean, experience, that's right. life experience. So that, that was a line in particular, but I also wanted to point out what I appreciated the, uh, the mock of Blair, Witch, and the setup for that was actually a good setup. Like it wasn't just random. Oh, we're here in the woods now randomly or whatever. There was a right. reason that they were where they were. And then when you saw them going into the woods, 
that's when you knew what was going to happen. The beanie. The, the beanie. And then like, yeah, then you started it, it. It was hitting more home for you. But if somebody had never seen the Blair Witch Project, well, or even knew about it, because I never saw the movie, but mm. I was familiar with it. Uh, that was parried, parodied a lot. Yes, yeah, I mean, and it's even on their logo there behind your head, Dazzy. <laughs> Which, to be honest, was the first time I ever noticed it in the poster. Oh, no kidding. I never noticed the Blair Witch symbol in the poster until I pulled it up on the screen and was like, hey, wait a second. Well, that's yeah. even better. Obviously, it's only on the first poster. Right. I never saw the second one. What? Well, we got something for really? next year. I don't even know if I can wait. I mean... I, if I'm gonna probably we'll, we'll review it next yes. year for sure. <laughs> yes, but right. getting getting to the ratings, I had so much fun with this. And in terms of a co- comedy, it was just you were laughing every like five seconds, five to ten seconds. There was something new to laugh at. They were constantly hitting you with jokes, and I just had such a good time with it. Especially because they wrote it like to have an actual story and not just gag after gag after gag. But I love the over exaggerations of mm-hmm. like the Blair Witch scene that we talked about, and uh, Sean Wayne's at the end when he's all the spit because <laughs> the climax from Scream. That's how he was, and the over emphasis of that. <laughs> I, I I, I'm glad you caught that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, because I remember seeing in Scream like he really is spitting a lot, and yeah. so for them to do that, it's. I could not stop laughing with this movie, and it is a five out of five for me. Wow, I'm impressed, Todd. I, I'm also a five out of five. Five out of five, Greg. Wow. Um, yeah, it, it hit me a... right. I'm normally a little lower on this one. I'm normally about a four, but it hit me right when I watched it last night. See, and that's where I'm at at the moment. Um, it's a four. I think a lot of these jokes. Um, are great when you're surprised by them. Um, and there's some that still hold true. And like I said, has that member berries moment. Um, but it just didn't have me rolling as hard. So I knew the jokes that were coming, um, but it's still a great film. So, so yeah, I'm still going to give it a four for sure. Nice. I, I, I didn't say it. I did go see this opening day. Oh, so, so I, I think, if you were seeing it for the first time, you'd be surprised by a lot of these gags. Oh, yes. So you'd probably if love you, it a lot more the first the time. If you understand yeah. the reference. But right. chances are, if you know all the references, you'll enjoy it a lot more the first time rather than the second or third time. 100%. Would definitely be a five at that point. Gotcha. I think me having a long gap between the last time since I've watched it really helped. I think that helps with me, too, because mm. I haven't seen this movie. And I think it was on DVD was the last time I saw it. Like Blu-rays weren't out yet, so it was yes. at least ten years. Speaking of Blu-rays, the Blu-ray features. What do we uh, got? It it has some behind the scenes. Okay. It has some deleted scenes. Okay. The theatrical trailer, but wait, there's more. Seamless, <laughs> seamless menus. <laughs> seamless menus. No commentary. Uh, no, it, it's Aww. not listed. Bummer. Who needs commentary when you have seamless menus? Right. Right. it was like it was like which one are we doing our menu sorry keyless yeah <laughs> that would have been a great time uh for him to have commentary after watching it the first time around i would love to see it a second time with commentary just to 
because I'm, I'm sure it was a good time on the set for everybody. Yeah. And you know, you know- while we're on the subject of like the DVDs and Blu-rays and all that fun stuff and the extras, one thing that I do have to say, we are missing that Netflix, Hulu, any of these need to like step their game up to bring back. Remember when you'd find the Easter eggs on a DVD? Things that weren't there that like yeah. are listed. And it was just fun little little extra moments, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that we really need to capitalize back on that market. That was a great part about the, the Blu-ray situation. I miss the the DVD animated menus stuff like Van Wilder. I don't know if you mm-hmm. guys remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, I know Ozzy's not familiar with the House of a Thousand Corpses one, but those old like that were like uniquely for that product, that menu. Hey, when you when you talk about DVD menus, the only then like how enjoyable they were. The only thing I can think of is this is Spinal Tap. Okay, there you go. That's See, that we was hilarious. And they don't and and stuff like that's kind of like the House of a Thousand Corpses one. Okay. Um, it's very yeah. no, but I mean you had the three guys commentating on on the size of their logo when you popped open the DVD. Like that's amazing. And the commentary only makes the movie better. All right, we're gonna get sidetracked. Yeah. This was our review for uh, yeah. <laughs> Scary. We all rated it. Yes, we got a five and yeah. a five and a four. Available currently as of October 15th, available to stream on Max, formerly HBO Max. I apologize, me moving my uh Microphone there. Actually, it was not me. It was the ghost because it's spooky. Speaking of spooky season, tune in next week to see what was the fan vote for what we will be reviewing and discussing. <laughs> Looking very forward to that. Greg, I'm sorry. Did I miss something? Well, the ghost. Oh, geez. He followed you home. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Do you guys have anything else before we head out? Any final it's good thoughts? To see our friend again. That's yeah. Okay. All. It's been a while. All right. Okay then. I'll take good that evening. as no. Well, ladies and gentlemen, one final thing I will say before I head out: if you are in the Orange County area and you are interested in hanging out with some trivia, you can check me out at Mondays at the Rush Barn Grill in Lake Forest, beginning at six thirty. Tuesdays at the Brewery in Placentia, beginning at seven o'clock. Wednesdays in Los Alamitos at Griffin's Grill, beginning at seven thirty. And Thursdays in Anaheim at the Honeypot Meadery, beginning at seven. 30 song plays everything has something to do with the answer and there's opportunity for cash money at the end only with me not with any other trivia hosts because they all suck sorry facts are facts and by the way whoever came to your trivia that was wearing the flesh wound farce t-shirt fantastic and thank you you are the best that was yes uh common commonly comes to the rush bar and grill his name is james much appreciated for the support you can as well Todd, are they able to still get the bloodline shirts? Or they absolutely shirts? Are they available on the yes, there it yes. is. That can be a t-shirt that you can wear. Available where, Todd? On the in down in the link below where it says buy down a in the link below in the comments. Buy buy a t-shirt. If you're listening to the audio version on a podcast, check out the YouTube version so you can see what link you need to click that you can buy one of these farce line shirts. All right. So any final thoughts? Or I already asked you guys. That's why I went into my thing. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, that is Fleshman <laughs> Producer Todd. I apologize. Fleshman Producer Todd, world-famous juggler Greg Larson, and I'm Ozzy V. We'll see you next week right here on a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce. <laughs>